This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning, Father Randall Kiesel from the Church of St. Michael. We're broadcasting live on Real Presence Live. Thank you for staying with us this morning. We've got some uh, great interviews. If you would like to go back and listen to any of those, you can go to uh, www.realpresenceradio and find all of these podcasts. And they'll, the, today's message, uh, interviews will be up later today. And we have another great interview to round out our show this morning. We welcome with us Sister Christina Newman. Good morning, Sister. Good morning. And Sister, uh, can you tell us a bit about yourself and where you're serving at this time? Sure. Um, I'm Sister Christina, and I'm serving here at St. Anne's in Grand Forks, North Dakota. And, yeah, I've been here for 12 years now. Um, yeah. So Very I good, Sister. Yep. And which which religious order are you in, Sister? I'm a Franciscan sister, and I'm from the Hankinson, North Dakota community. Oh, oh sure. And uh, and you mentioned St. Anne's. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about St. Anne's? What what is the particular service that you provide there? Sure, we serve elderly and disabled people um, in two units. Actually, we have an apartment unit, which is affordable housing for the elderly and disabled. And then we have a what's called basic care unit, and it's for people who need a little bit more assistance. And so we have staffing 24-7 there to attend to their needs. I see. And I understand you're going to be offering a free webinar called Is It Time? Can you tell us about uh, the webinar and uh, some of the topics that you'll be discussing? Sure. So next Tuesday, which is June 8th, we're going to have a webinar open to anyone who wants to register. And we'll be covering... Um, signs that maybe time for someone you care about to think about moving into an assisted living environment. Um, it's open to people who maybe have a family member who's aging or maybe they work with somebody who's elderly. So it's kind of open to anybody along those lines just to share what are some things to look for that may indicate that this is a time to think about transitioning into a higher level of care. Oh, very good. And any of our listeners out there who may be interested in listening or taking part in your webinar, the website to go to is www.stannesguesthome.org. And that's S-T-A-N-N-E-S-G-U-E-S-T-H-O-M-E.org. www.stannesguesthome.org. And so, Sister, if any of our listeners out there are considering this or have this on their mind, uh, where should they start when they consider the possibility of a um, living center or extra services for an elderly friend or perhaps a parent? Mm -hmm. The first thing you need to uh, figure out, probably with help of a physician, or if you seem to have a good handle on it, is what level of care they need. Do they just need somebody to take care of their meds for them? or to be around, or do they need actually help bathing, help dressing? So that would determine if they would go into, like, assisted living or basic care, or if they would go into skilled nursing, which is more intensive, with staff, more staff and help with more of their needs, like if they're in a wheelchair, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that would be and, a preliminary question, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then... Certainly, St. Anne's is that does your place where you are in Grand Forks is that a particularly Catholic 
expression of a, a living care center? Yes, we're definitely Catholic. We have a chapel here, and we have um, rosary and mass daily. And, yeah, it's definitely Catholic. We have statues St. Anthony up on third floor. We have St. Anne here at the front entrance. So our, our Catholic faith is very important to us. Amen. And so when, when people are are thinking about where they may go or where they may ask questions, uh, if, what would you suggest someone if they are, say, looking for a Catholic center? I know that many of our listeners are, perhaps they're in the North Dakota area or Grand Forks area, but also many will be in other places. What, what kind of things should they think about to maintaining uh, Catholic faith for their loved ones? Well, here at St. Anne's, we have a unique opportunity, and that is that Holy Communion is available daily and an opportunity for Mass, um, whereas many other facilities only get once a week. And right now we're blessed to have a priest who comes in and has Mass for us, so we're very yeah. grateful for that. Um, not that they couldn't go to another facility and still, you know, be solid in their faith, but that's a unique opportunity that we have as a Catholic facility. Okay. And... Can you tell us a little bit more about what it what it means to have an uh, assisted living environment and and the different degrees of service? I know you touched on that a little bit. What that's part of the discernment. But when someone's actually in in a, a living facility environment, um, what what sort of things do you look at and and the needs of people? Okay, I use in the title for the webinar. I use the term assisted living very loosely because if we would say basic care. Many people don't know what basic care is, but that's technically mm-hmm. the term that St. Anne's in our more, um, what should I say, more supervised environment that is actually called basic care versus assisted living, and there is a distinction. But the common people who are, you know, registering for this don't have a clue about that distinction, so just make it more easily accessible to them. You just use the term assisted living. Normally, with assisted living, people pay per service. Like, if they're going to have meals, they pay for each meal. If they're going to have a nurse give them their medication, they pay for that individually, separately. Um, In basic care, it's different in that they pay a monthly raise, and that covers everything like that. So it covers their meals, snacks, housekeeping, health services. Mm -hmm. So there is that distinction in North Dakota. But like I said, most people aren't aware of that. So just to make it simpler and easier for them to understand, we just said assisted living. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a recognized term. Okay. And we have a number of listeners out there who likely are, one way or another, interacting with uh, someone whose needs are increasing as they perhaps they're aging or maybe there's an illness. And certainly in the time now dealing with coronavirus, there's uh, many different facets of healthcare have been exasperated or perhaps coming out. What, what sort of signs do you look for that someone is needing additional care or attentive to at least discern is additional care needed? What do you look for in that? Okay, and this is what we'll be going through on Tuesday. But, like, if they're indicating that they're falling, if they uh, do not seem to be eating properly, if they if their hygiene is decreasing, um, if they're lonely. I mean, that's one big advantage that assisted living or basic care has over home health. In that home health, they may come in a couple times a week to bathe the person and to give them, set up their medications, but they would still lack that socialization, which is so key to someone's overall health. So that's, mm-hmm. that's one thing that's huge in moving into a caring um, environment that is offered rather than home health. Okay. And then, so sister, in your role there, um, what kind of things do you do, you do in, as part of serving 
at the St. Anne's. Uh, are, are the sisters involved in the service, or do you have uh, others that also help with it? Can you share a little bit about the particular care you have at St. Anne's Living Center? Sure. Um, one of our sisters is the administrator, and she also manages the apartments. Uh, and there's another sister who works in the office with a lot of the financial aspects as a bookkeeper. Uh, I myself am a receptionist. I also do some aid work on occasion, like I'm working tonight, night shift, and um, I help with communications. Um, so, yeah, but, but we have a staff that takes does most of the care of the residents. Mm-hmm. And how many residents do you have there at this time? At this time, we have about 50. Mm-hmm. And do people come from a, a wide variety of areas, or is it mostly local people from Grand Forks? It's mostly local people, but there are people from, like, outlying areas or from, like, Jamestown or Red Lake. or You know, there are some who are from a little ways away as well. I see. And so when, when someone is uh, discerning on, say, they are aware of a loved one who really needs assisted living in some way or another... Um, what sort of things should they look at regarding uh, a place where they may seek to go for their loved one? I've never been on that end of the scale, so I may not be the best one to ask. But I think if they tour the place and the loved one feels comfortable there and thinks this might be a good fit, that might be a strong indicator, too. Okay. As well as like referrals or reviews from other people who are speak highly of the facility, that would be a good indicator. Um, but, again, I've never been on that side of the scale, so I am not the best to ask about what people look for in a facility. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so when you begin to think about the discernment process and thinking that our listeners who really looking at this but not sure what to do, uh, what about you know a care facility versus, say, home health care? Uh, what would be the differences that you know of? Right. As I spoke of earlier, home health, they had have some, and I'm not trying to demean home health. They do wonderful work. But they come in periodically, whereas assisted living or a care facility, there's people around all the time for that social mm-hmm. engagement to build relationships. And it really can be a huge help with dealing with loneliness, which is, if you look at studies, loneliness can cause as many um, health conditions and problems as as other things. It's really a, a huge issue in people's overall health, especially elderly, is an issue for them. So that would be one big advantage that an uh, assisted living environment would offer. Mm-hmm. Yes, and what, what are the signs that you see when there's a, a question of loneliness? What, what typically would a loved one look at uh, for uh, caring for someone else? I'm not sure if I understand your question correctly. Oh, so you mentioned uh, loneliness is one of the key factors, so you, you look at signs what what would someone see that that is an issue? Because you mentioned it leads to other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what right. would you? It, well, yeah, it can influence their eating habits. I mean, it can, you know, if they're not happy, if they're, you know, lonely, that type of thing. Um, if a person is saying, no one ever comes to see me or no one ever calls to me, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, a, uh, if you notice, like, decreasing interest in things and decreasing ability to care for themselves, that could be an indication that they're, you know, dealing with depression, which can be brought on by loneliness. Yes. And so those are all very good ways that we have encouragement for people to care for their loved ones. And if you would um, encourage people to learn more about 
the opportunities for living centers. What kind of details would you give? How would people find out more about uh, assisted living centers, including St. Anne's? What would you recommend? Well, in this day and age, the Internet is a huge resource. There's so much information out there. Um, so you can certainly do a search for, you know, whatever you're looking for. I mean, that's, I myself personally use that for when I need to find something. I mean, I know if you're elderly, it's a lot of people who are older don't use that technology as much, but that's definitely an avenue. The senior center here in town, the Grand Forks uh, Senior Center, might be a good resource as well. Okay. Sister, we're going to pause for a break here with Sister Christina Newman from St. Anne's Living Center in Grand Forks. And we'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. Father Randall Kiesel from the Church of St. Michael Pine Island. We're coming live. And thank you for staying with us. Uh, We have with us Sister Christina Newman, a Franciscan sister serving at St. Anne's Living Center in Grand Forks. Uh, Welcome to us, Sister. Thank you so much for having me. I'm here today. Yes, and can you share with us a little bit more about the free webinar, Is It Time?, and what you'll be doing in that webinar? Okay, again, we're going to be going over signs that can be indicators that someone you care about would benefit from an assisted living environment. So 
We'll go through a number of those and we'll also have the opportunity for question and answer within that program. So. And if any of our listeners wanted to participate in that webinar, uh, where would they find information or how could they register? The registration is right on our website, stanansguesthome.org. So the form, there's a big button there that you can go to to register. So it should be about a half an hour in length. So, yeah. Oh, thank you, sister. Fill out that form and it will, you'll be registered. Any any final thoughts you'd like to share with us? Not really. Just hope that people join us if you have somebody who you think would, you know, that you're wondering about because we'd be happy to have you in our discussion. Very good. Sister Christina, thank you for being with us this morning. And God bless you and your beautiful work of caring for the elderly and the needs of our elder brothers and sisters. Thank you for having me again. You're welcome. Have a blessed day. You too. And we have here a Real Presence Radio, about another 10 minutes to go in our live show this morning. And I want to get back a little bit to our interview with Bishop Quinn and the conversation on the Sacred Heart of Jesus leading up to Corpus Christi here. Uh, That devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus is a powerful devotion. At the heart of it, our Lord asks us to come to him and to receive his outgoing love from his heart. His heart, as Bishop Quinn uh, so marvelously said, is on fire. It's a flame uh, like the burning bush that Moses drew up to see. And remember that Moses, uh, uh, our Lord asked Moses to show an act of reverence, a a sign of reverence, and then to come closer for it was a a holy spot. And that teaches us something. When we come to our Lord, uh, it is a holy encounter, uh, but it's also one that our Lord does not want us to be afraid of. Uh, He does not want us to be afraid to draw close to him, but he also wants us to understand that uh, he he, he is God and he wants to love us. And it's a very reverential uh, thing he's doing to us, that he's extending his love, giving himself. So he teaches us uh, how he he desires to be received with openness. And the key the key term, I think, is trust, uh, that, that we will trust what God is doing, that he will lead us into that encounter and we will find ourselves encountering the goodness and the mercy of God. Uh, the, Bishop Quinn mentioned that his, one of his favorite aspects of devotion to the sacred, is, to the sacred heart of Jesus is actually the, the litany of the sacred heart of Jesus. Uh, so I invite you listeners to pray along with me. I'm going to uh, lead all of us in the litany of the sacred heart of Jesus at this time. It begins, Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven, have mercy on us. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. God, the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, Son of the Eternal Father, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus formed by the Holy Spirit and the womb of the Virgin Mother, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus substantially united to the Word of God, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus of infinite majesty, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus holy temple of God, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus tabernacle of the Most High, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus house of God and gate of heaven, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus burning furnace of charity, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, abode of justice and love, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, full of goodness and love, 
have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, abyss of all virtues, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, most worthy of all praise, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, king and center of all hearts, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, in whom are all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, in whom dwells the fullness of divinity, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, in whom the Father was well pleased, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, of whose fullness we have all received, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, desire of the everlasting hills, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, patient and most merciful, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, enriching all who invoke thee, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, fountain of life and holiness, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, propitiation for our sins, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, loaded down with opprobrium, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, bruised for our offenses, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, obedient unto death, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, pierced with a lance, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, source of all consolation, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, our life and resurrection, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, our peace and reconciliation, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, victim for sin, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, salvation of those who hope in thee, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, hope of those who die in thee, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, delight of all the saints, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, who takest away the sins of the world, spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God, who takest away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God, who takest away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make our hearts like unto thine. Let us pray. O Almighty and Eternal God, look upon the heart of thy dearly beloved Son, and upon the praise and satisfaction he offers thee in the name of sinners. And for those who seek thy mercy, be thou appeased, and grant us pardon in the name of the same Jesus Christ thy Son, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And beautiful brothers and sisters are praying along on the Litany of the Sacred Heart. I hope that you will uh, be able to celebrate not only this coming Sunday with Corpus Christi Sunday, perhaps with a procession, if there's one at your parish or perhaps nearby in your community, and rejoice in the real presence of Jesus. Uh, but also the following Friday, a week from tomorrow, is the uh, Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Uh, perhaps another uh, spiritual practice might be if you are, are interested in having a uh, novena to the Sacred Heart. I know novenas would begin possibly today. I saw some novenas advertised that would begin yesterday and end the Thursday, the day before the Sacred Heart. Uh, but I would suggest you could still begin a novena here today on Thursday, and it just simply would end on the same day as the Sacred Heart. And one other reminder, along with the Sacred Heart Solemnity on uh, a week from tomorrow, uh, Friday, a week from tomorrow, is the very next day, the day after the Sacred Heart of Jesus, we celebrate the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So that Saturday after the Friday of the Sacred Heart is the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and that those two hearts united a flame of love for our souls. And we're almost done with our show here this morning, and I encourage you, brothers and sisters, if you weren't able to listen to the whole show, to go back and listen to the podcast on the Real Presence Radio website. And we're going to turn it over here now to back to the station for a preview of our next show. Take it over. 
Coming up on the next Real Presence Live on Friday, Heather Carroll will be hosting from St. Francis House in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. First, Caitlin Belden will be talking about how grief doesn't take a summer vacation and how Catholic Family Services can help. Then, Sandy Lowen will be sharing about an organization that promotes healthier pregnancies, babies, and community. And then, Julie Becker shares about celebrating the St. Francis House and its mission through a dinner and an auction. All of this and more coming up on the next Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Thank you, Rachel. Very good. So stay tuned here on Catholic Radio uh, that the... um, Next show is coming up here in just a few minutes, and we just have a few seconds here left uh, for a few more thoughts on the Holy Eucharist. And again, the Corpus Christi Sunday coming up this coming Sunday with the Sacred Heart and then the Immaculate Heart. Uh, But we also heard the news from Bishop Quinn, and uh, the funny thing is Bishop Quinn was uh, talking with me on the radio. I happened to open my email, and sure enough, there was an email popped up from Archbishop Hebda announcing that Indeed, the mass obligation is returning for Minnesota starting on July 1st, and it'll affect the weekend of July 3rd and 4th, uh, just in time for the holiday weekend. So I encourage you, families and Catholics all through Minnesota, begin to, to plan for this and to also begin to pray that our fellow brothers and sisters in the church will indeed be, uh, feel the draw to come to Jesus, and who is our way, our truth, and life, who is our path to the Father, and God the Father draws us to believe in Jesus. He gives us to Jesus as a gift to him, and then Jesus himself gives us himself and prepares us to be his gift to the Father, that we'll be purified in union with the will of the Father through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Our faith is so beautiful and filled with power and life. I encourage you, brothers and sisters, uh, all of our listeners, uh, to be ready uh, to come to receive Jesus. And the last thing I I want to suggest is that let us invite people. Uh, There are people, uh, whether they're Catholics who have not gone to Mass for some time, uh, but also those perhaps who have been lapsed for a longer time in the sense that they were not practicing before COVID. Uh, And then uh, non-Catholics, who are ready for someone to invite them to come closer to Jesus. Uh, In our time, I think, in my experience, there are a great many people who are searching for the deepest meaning of life, and it's only found in Jesus Christ. And so I'm going to offer you my final blessing here, brothers and sisters. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. And through the intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and St. Joseph, may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you forever. Have a great rest of your Thursday. And bye for now. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.